0: Life support is nominal. The oxygen danger indicator level is yellow.
1: Please remember that this is a non-smoking pirate ship.
0: Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to GameIndustry.com's The Gin Lounge. I'm John Breeden, your chief lounge lizard, and I am joined today on this show about the Banner Saga 2 with thy fellow Nord, Shella. Shella, welcome to the lounge. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, so, uh wow, a game that we both completely agree on. how crazy is I that, know. and it's been
1: a while <laughs> since I've been in the lounge as well.
0: It has been a while well, you've got your own you've got your own I thing know. to argue the toss going. I like what you have
1: done with the wallpaper It's looking good. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: right, it's extra dingy in here. <laughs> yeah.
1: So um
0: that's cool and I got most of the blood stains up from the last time Todd was in here. So we're we're pretty cool. We're pretty cool. So Banner Saga 2 um obviously follows on Banner Saga 1 um and it's uh, created by Stoic uh which is uh you know um pretty cool, pretty cool uh, game i I really enjoyed the first one, yeah, and uh, it has a if you guys don't know, um you should check it out. it's available on steam and and some some other places um, I think you can also buy it direct from the uh, developers yeah. um, but the um the game is a really good mix of storytelling. Uh, and a little bit of role playing and a lot of um turn-based combat which uh you can control the level of the combat as far as easy difficult and and uh and super difficult uh so you can kind of tailor that part of it to your um to your thing uh you know whether you like the if you like the story mode you can play in easy and the battles are pretty pretty easy uh, to do um but yeah I, I i enjoyed the first one and i was really glad to see that they had the second one out. Yeah, um, cause, yeah, yeah. now you, you reviewed
1: both games, right? Um, I don't know if I reviewed the first one. I might have just written about it a lot because I liked it so much. You definitely reviewed the first one. Oh, was it me? Okay, well. I, I <laughs> yeah, it was you that reviewed it, and I think you recommended it to me. Oh, oh, maybe that's what it yeah. was. So And then I've so been you, bleating on about it ever since as if I discovered it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, thank you for giving me credit. What was it about um what is it that hooked you on uh, both the first one and the second one really? Was it, Well, I mean, the, was...
1: the, I mean, the first thing is it looks blooming gorgeous. I mean, it is the most beautiful game ever. Just like <laughs> fact. <laughs> cannot be argued <laughs> mm-hmm. it's absolutely gorgeous um, I I have I really love Viking Norse kind of mythology and stuff like that um, so I think at the time I was playing, because uh, I role play so I was mm-hmm. playing um, Vampire World of Darkness um, and mm-hmm. we were in the Dark Ages and I was playing a, uh, a Valkyrie uh, vampire <laughs> kind of um, woman at the time, and this came out around the same sort of time, I mean, I really got into this character, I made I did an epic poet, I wrote a poem, I learned calligraphy <laughs> and wrote it out and did illuminated letters and everything it went a bit insane, and then then the saga came out, and I could vent there as well so, um, Wow, so ladies and gentlemen, Shella is actually a nerd <laughs> <laughs> oh I was an epic nerd on that one uh,
0: that's pretty. That's pretty cool. I'm, uh, that, that sounds awesome. I haven't been into a character like that for uh, quite some time. So that's really cool.
1: That and the story was amazing on uh, Banner Saga, um, and yeah, and it was just so beautiful. And it's you know the Stoic team come from BioWare, so you know they're sort of me- Mass Effect people, and you could can tell from the branching sort of um, choices um in the in narrative terms. Um you can tell that it's got that sort of Mass Effect feel to it. You know, your choices have consequences and all that kind of thing.
0: Except for in the Banner saga, your choices actually do have consequences. Yes.
1: <laughs> they did in Mass Effect Two. But, yeah, in Mass
0: Effect Two yeah. num- number two yeah. they did. In Mass Effect three not so much. But anyway, that different different topic. Yeah. Um so the banner stock, and it's so so. It's worth noting too when you say the game is beautiful. It's not um, like that photorealistic, hyperrealistic. It's it's a storybook type of thing, you know, like beautiful colors all blended together, and you know, pastels and a yeah. in a wood and, and okay. so forth. And they kind of went crazy with that. With uh, when you went through the um, what was it the 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 ancient woods, and it was all like pink trees yeah. and stuff. It was crazy. Well, I mean,
1: they actually, uh, which I thought was really nice. If, if you watched the credit. They actually um, credit the inspiration for their art style. Who is Avind Earl, who um, did a lot of the artwork for? Um, he most famous for Disney artwork, and he did Sleeping Beauty, which was quite oh. a, a stark, uh, different, starkly different style from Disney up to that point. Um, yeah, he's a fantastic artist, um, and yeah, they directly he, you know. Sort of <laughs> were, It's an homage to his style, all the all their landscapes and everything. I thought it was lovely that they actually credited him um, yeah, oh, in too. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's pretty
0: cool. It did. It did. It does have kind of a Disney feel yeah. to it, like a Sleeping Beauty era, uh, I guess. Yeah. 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 So pretty, yeah, it's pretty nice. So there's um. So in the game, there are. Let, let's just say there are three main elements. There's three things that you do in in the game. Um, there's the um, there there's the uh, f- combat. Obviously, that's one element you, where you're fighting. Then there's the um, the role playing aspect, which is kind of the um, where you uh, level
1: up your troops, kind of thing. Right, right. You have
0: um yeah, everything's based on renown, which um you know I, I can talk about that that's that's the one design choice that I thought was kind of weird but but you use renown is basically like your gold where you know you use it for everything you use it to buy supplies and use it to level up um so you've got that aspect of it and then you've got the dialogue aspect of it which is Mm kind of like the third thing where um people talk and then you have a choice of like one of three things to say or and so forth and and that kind of changes the story sometimes those choices Mean something because if you actually make a certain choice you'll you'll jo- go into a battle for instance yeah. um and sometimes they don't really mean anything it's just kind of like, because, you know they'll let you say actually you, if you pick number three, then you can go back and pick number two and then pick number one until you've said everything, so it's kind of just kind of just a way to push the narrative yeah along. just
1: to get information or get mm-hmm. exposition in in dialogue format, isn't it Right, right.
0: And, uh, you know, the interesting thing about the world, I thought, was, from a story perspective, was, as beautiful as the world is, <laughs> the actual the actual story is just the most depressing, yeah. dark world. It's like a
1: slow, slow apocalypse yeah, that's happening. it's kind of like a Smith song. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> really happy so. and jingly, but then you listen to the lyrics, and you're like, oh, man. <laughs> Girlfriend yeah, I mean, the... <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean yeah. This is a happy I mean... song. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, this world uh the banner saga at one and two are set in is is just I mean everything's wrong with it. All their gods which apparently were actually there and interacting with people mm. at one time uh are dead and the sun has stopped moving. It like got stuck like halfway up in the sky yeah, and it just doesn't so, move like, anymore. It's
1: cold and sort of dingy.
0: Well, at least it's always daylight, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <So, laughs> Make it a little bit warmer with the sun out. Um, I guess you know it'd be funny if you play Banner Saga three and you start on the other side of the world where it's yeah, dark.
1: <laughs> well, there is the <laughs> encroaching darkness. The dark. Right, is, right. Yeah.
0: So yeah, if the first one wasn't oh, and so people are running out of food and society's breaking down and everything, and if that weren't bad enough, um, in one you had these 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 monsters. Uh, or they might just be like people that live
1: underground. We didn't no, really we know didn't, a lot no, about no, them. We are getting to sort of almost empathize with them more in *Banner Saga* too, aren't we? Which I thought was... Oh, I did. You didn't. I. Did.
0: Uh, no, I did. Totally, yeah, yeah. I totally did. Uh, I. Um, Which I, I
1: was really nice. I thought that was great the way they did that. Well, so what's
0: happening is um, all these these people—they're called Dredge. Um, and they—they're like coming stone
1: uh, giants type thing, aren't they? They look like they're made out of stone or something.
0: Yeah, and at first I thought they were just guys in really heavy armor, but I think they're actually made of rock. Yeah, or something.
1: I think. Yeah, I always thought they were creatures of some sort. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and they're coming up out of the ground, and they're attacking the humans and the varl. The varl are like are like giants but they're made of flesh like they're just basically like big humans with horns um and uh and they're attacking these two groups and the humans and the varl used to fight each other but now they're kind of allies so they're f- friendly for the most part um and everybody's being attacked by these these uh dredge. these dredge and there's there's like millions yeah. of them they they have this un- unending supply of dredge yeah, they like are
1: a horde and
0: they are just they come out of the ground and they they chase your caravan and your job basically is just to get your caravan which is comprised of some fighters but mostly just regular folks mm. like you and I, I mean i think i had a ratio of like 200 fighters and then like 600 clansmen you know just like oh, really? regular people yeah.
1: i i turned um, some of them into fighters I did
0: a little bit, but I really, really like that the clansmen would go out and get food. Yeah,
1: I like that as well. <laughs> I didn't turn lows because otherwise you starve. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Because
0: yeah. fighters, fighters don't work. Yeah. You know, fighters yeah. won't go out and catch a rabbit or something. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I tried to keep that balance about a fourth. Um, uh, the things and um, but anyway the dredge so you're, you're basically you're thinking that the dredge are evil all yeah. throughout number one because you don't really know about a lot about them and then in fact the final battle in one is against this dredge lord which is like impossible to kill because he keeps healing himself and yeah. you have to cast this magic arrow on him and all this weird stuff but you eventually get him down and then and then you think everything's cool, but then in Banner Saga Two, in addition to the Dredge, which are are still rampaging everywhere even without their leader, you've got this darkness thing, which is basically like the world is just being swallowed up in darkness.
1: And then there's the giant serpent as well. Oh yeah, oh yeah, giant... and there's a giant. Because yeah, I isn't that it. um? Isn't that um? Oh, what do they call it at the end of uh? Uh, it's like
0: the world eater or
1: something like yeah, that? Yeah, what is it? What's the end of the world in Norse mythology? Oh, Ragnarok? Yeah, it's It's mm-hmm. Ragnarok, basically, isn't it? Because that's what happens the world gets consumed by a serpent.
0: Uh, I think so. I think so. I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not up on my uh, Norse you, uh, end of world. Have you mitt. not been
1: re- writing your epic poetry lately? No, I haven't. <laughs> I
0: think I shall never see a Norseman as lovely as me. No, I don't. I have not. In fact, I didn't even use the poet at all in in Banner Saga too. I thought he he seemed like a bit of a jerk to me, so I no, left. Well, I like left the him poet. at... He was stuck. Well, you know, it's it's Kalen all, it's Kalen all, <laughs> yeah. or Caleb or whatever his name is all over again. Caleb. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah he, he he ended the game at the same level he started at, level three. So, oh, sorry, buddy.
1: He disappeared. I never even got to use him in battle. Yeah, you said he
0: was in some sort of error in your game where yeah, he wasn't there's, around. It a
1: poet bug where some people, Come he on. got lost from the roster of fighters. So... Yeah, well, he's
0: still in the cutscenes, right? Because he has some major cutscenes in the game
1: and say bizarre things and then trot off again.
0: Maybe he's back with the with the regular people foraging food for (laughs) him or something. That's about all he's good for, if you ask me. Anyway,
1: um, so what did Did you you? think about the new um, the new race? Well, there's one new race basically that they brought in. Yes, the
0: horseborn. Yes. They're basically uh, what do they call it centaurs? Yeah, what, uh, they're basically you know half man, half half um, half, half horse, half um,
1: human because there are women half, as well. Oh right, yes, of course, yes, <laughs> half yeah, human yeah, half yeah. horse. Yeah, no, the the women though
0: are confusing because you look at me like, hey, she's pretty hot, and you're like, mm, no, okay, body of a horse, yeah. that's weird. What's <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I thought the horsemen were pretty good. I don't think they really I mean you, you get three of them to join your party and and again it's kind of the same thing with the Dredge. They didn't really for me, they didn't really they didn't really explain their motivations or what like and then so you got these three horse guys or one girl and two guys in your party, mm-hmm. right? And then and then you run into other groups of horseborn, and they start attacking them, and, but they don't explain why or what's going on or yeah. anything, so it's kind of weird. But I like them from a, from a battle standpoint. I like using them yeah. in combat because they have a lot more mobility. Yeah. Um, they can move pretty much like almost halfway across the board yeah. on the turn-based map, and then they can attack, and then they move
1: again. They can, so Move out of the way or move into a yeah. better strategic I, place.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, there's two things that I did. I mean, you, number one, you get them out of the way so they don't get hit back because yeah. they're not, they're not, they're not like Varl. They don't have like unlimited no. hit points. So you try, and also they can get out of the way so other characters can move in and attack. Then you yeah. know, if you weak, yeah, and they and they had some nice specials. With the trample was yeah, one of their best. It was specials. a really good one. Because it stuns, and it does damage, it does armor and yeah. hit points, but it also stuns the unit, yeah. which is important a
1: And the mule times. kick was quite good. If you were getting sort of overwhelmed, you could kick one person, and it would kick the person behind as well. Mm-hmm. And you could sort of, like, get them out of those, like, okay, just, like, get them to back off for a second whilst we just deal with this. Uh.
0: Although that was the same power that the Varl shield guys had, too. Yeah, that's so true. So the smash shield. That's yeah, true. So yeah so i like but i I like them um you know and then and then you meet a bigger group later in the game and you and you can you uh you can bring them into your party yeah. or whatever now at the end of my game, I had gotten my my group inside the walls of the city for all the yeah you didn't I
1: don't think so no. uh because
0: no, at at the very end you've got um You've got uh, you know the the king and the and the awful 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 um guy the um, um, the uh um, what, the mayor
1: Lunga. yeah yeah
0: oh god I hated that I guy know. I tried to kill him like three times <laughs> <laughs> I was just like man I got a Game of Thrones here man you're you're, you're out of here but then he and then he tries to kill you and um and all this stuff but no at the at the at the very end. You have the choice to side with him or the king. Yeah. So I'm like, why well, ain't siding with Ruga? He, him and his people can go jump off oh, a cliff rock. So, did you get yeah.
1: In. Yeah.
0: So yeah. I sided with the king, and then you have this whole battle where Ruga's forces try to kill the king, yeah. and you have to kind of surround him and like make sure he doesn't get killed. Yeah. And then and then you know you beat those guys up, and then you get inside the walls, and and then there's another battle at the walls where. You know the, the gate doesn't close, so some of his bears get through or something, and you gotta do you gotta defend the wall, uh, and then and then
1: it ends with you inside the city. Ah, uh, no, I didn't do that. I sided with Ruger. Uh, what? Well, because <laughs> um, it was I think it was the argument um about all his people, you know, because I'm playing Rook as he's trying to save as many people as possible, kind of thing. I can't remember. Right. I can't remember what the dialogue was right before you make that decision. I can't remember exactly what the, you're at
0: like some meeting with the, the king, king and yeah. everybody. Yeah, and yeah. I can't
1: remember what my rationale was there. That, but there was something in the conversation that made me think. Well, you know, it'd be a bit crappy to just then leave them outside because he had people as well, didn't he? Just yeah, he
0: had people, but they they weren't very nice people. They were trying to kill your horseborn earlier in the in the thing. So uh, uh, I don't know. I, don't know. I yeah. can't
1: remember exactly what my rush didn't all your
0: was. so so didn't all your varl turn against you then? No. Okay. All right. Well, that's good. So, but you yeah. ended up. There, did you, so? What did you do? Kill the king?
1: Um. Oh gosh. Now I can't remember. Uh, yeah, I killed the king.
0: Well, how did you not get in the city then?
1: Um. I'm not sure if I killed the king. Did I kill the king? I can't remember. I think they just. I think he just had loads of guards, and they just kind of barricaded the walls. Because I think once you are in the city, you know, you c- it's pretty well fortified, isn't it?
0: Right. Yes. Yes. Supposedly. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen next. Yeah. But for, so for me, well, here's how my game ended then, and this is maybe something you didn't experience, which makes me think that the horseborn are going to be much more prevalent in Banner Saga Three. Mm-hmm. So, so we had just done all that Ruga is still outside and somehow still alive because the little the little bitch runs every time he starts a fight he's never actually on the
1: board I
0: I I know. I would like I would totally like send all my forces after him. <laughs> just get you.
1: him. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Get
0: everybody killed, just make sure he goes down. Um so but no, so he he so he's not there, but you get in you get in, you you've sealed the walls up and everything. And then the king's like, "Okay, I'm glad you guys are here. You know, get some rest. You know, there's probably going to be more fighting or whatever." So the Val and you're human people are all you know, going off to find a little hay bale or something to sleep on mm. and then you look around and it says something like while all your humans and varro are resting and tired and getting ready to mm. you know to relax for a little while the horseborn instead are are lining up in military formation yeah, get uh getting yeah, getting ready to fight. And then it says, and then you look at Canary, and she's got an evil grin on her face. Yeah. And I'm like, what the heck just happened? And then it then it cuts away, and then you never come back to it. So I don't know what's going to happen.
1: Yeah.
0: But we did just let them all, they all came in with me, because the king had agreed to let the horseborn in uh, right before I sided right. with him. So So I'm in there with, you know, however many of those horseborn there are. So, But there again, I wish I would have known... Um, it was kind of annoying because you couldn't talk to your the three guys that were with you. you because they didn't speak your language. So every time you tried to ask them like to explain something, they grunted and snorted and stuff. <laughs> they didn't really say anything. And then you meet Canary, and Canary speaks fluent English yeah. or whatever. Um, but, of course, she's not going to tell you what's really going on because apparently she's got her own Yeah,
1: she's got her own agenda. Yeah. I quite like that, though, the way they uh, you think – you you think you know the lay of the land but then it all changes and and it's the whole thing with the Menders or the are they called the Valka? Oh. You know that whole no, the, menders, yeah, yeah. the That whole thing where Juno and what's his name? Uh have Havard, I think his name is something. No, isn't, it, isn't it Aind Aindalf or something like that? You know the guy who's with Juno? The young guy? Oh, I thought it was Havard. I, I don't know. I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. I, it's it's there's The Menders always travel in twos, apparently. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. They're the sort uh, of yeah. sorcerers, aren't they? They're the only ones that kind of have a grasp of what's going on, but don't tell anybody because, I guess, it's powerful knowledge or something. Because <laughs> they're being annoying. I know. <laughs> but then, and, and then it says, you know, at one point it's like, because dun, 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 we'd like to meet these other men. Menders who were with Bolverk the other right. the other fall and she says what are you talking about Juno but Juno's dead and we were like and... holy crap so who the hell is that we've left with Rook who yeah. well did you piece all that together I
0: pieced most of that story together uh through conversations so I mean basically I mean I don't know because they don't you know they don't tell you everything but uh... but what we do know happened is Juno was accused of mass manipulating people's minds, like trying to change the world by by forcing people to believe certain things. Um, So kind of like the Republican Party here in the United States. (laughs) Uh, So so they apparently warned her like, hey, that's not cool. And we know she has that power because if you remember in the first game – She took Rook out into the middle of all those dredge to get the little silver arrow, and all the dredge just stood around. And he's like, "Why aren't they attacking?" He's like, "I've I've
1: convinced them not
0: to attack." So she has like an amazing
1: mind tricks.
0: Yeah, um, so she is able to do that, and I believe she does it to you. She did it to Rook, like, there's one dialogue where you're asking her questions about what happened, and then it says she suddenly moves her spear as she's talking, and then you suddenly say, oh, okay, no more questions, I'll do what you want. Mm. So she, I'm pretty sure she used her little trick on you right yeah. then, which pissed me off even more. <laughs> but apparently the mender said, okay, don't do that. She kept doing it, so they sentenced her to death, and they actually killed her, um, and then her little buddy brought her back to life somehow, mm. Um and and I think, I think when he brought her back to life, that's what destroyed the world. I'm that's my that's my theory.
1: Mm, yeah, could and be I, just upset the balance.
0: Well, I think when Bolsik ha keeps having those those dreams about the white tower and the lightning and stuff, yeah. I think that's when he was bringing her back to life. Yeah. I think that's what we're seeing. Yeah. So
1: I don't like Juno. I I think mm. yeah, she's she seems fairly selfish. She looks really cool though. She's got like this <laughs> raven wing on her shoulder, and like. All... Well, have you ever
0: have you ever met a dark lord that didn't dress the part? True, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> maybe, maybe the raven
1: wing should have been a warning. But ravens are kind of, um, you know, really symbolic in Norse culture. So they're not exactly seen as evil, are they? They're knowledgeable.
0: Yeah, they're like messengers from the gods and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, because
1: Odin had the two ravens, didn't he? And they see them as omens as opposed <laughs> to um, – yeah, so I didn't – yeah, I didn't think she was evil at first. I mean they are confusing and annoying. I quite like the, the sort of ambiguity and the sort of twists and turns. I think it's quite clever, the way we're always kept on our toes and wrong-footed in terms of well, narrative. She, I really like the only, the The only time she defends
0: herself – and this may be her saving grace i don't know is in, when she's in the tower and again she's doing something evil she's beating up the old guy to try to steal some artifact or whatever <laughs> and um and the other mender shows up and the other mender's like we warned you to stop doing it you know you broke the law and then you kept doing it and so we had to we had to sentence you to death and she's like yeah it was illegal but that doesn't mean that my cause wasn't just. Mm-hmm. So, so maybe she was trying to—I don't know—bring the old gods back, or I mean, yeah,
1: I'm con- sure. I'm, I'm I'm sure that she, what she did, she thought was right, and yeah, I don't think she's evil at all. I think it's more more gray than that. I don't think I mean because the the sort of the sort of the moral lay of the land in Banner Saga isn't really good and evil is it mm-hmm. um you know i think it, it and i think that's why it's quite a strong story in that way because everybody everybody makes bad choices but they think they're good choices and people die <laughs> and sometimes people live because you just don't know and you know and you kill people to save your own people and you know so i think whatever she did um she did because she was trying to do some put something right or whatever mm-hmm. That's what yeah,
0: I, I agree i agree i mean she may be she may be incidentally evil <laughs> because of what happened i mean yeah.
1: you know yeah
0: i mean or she could be in D and D terms she could be lawful evil she could think that she's doing good yeah. but she's actually doing evil yeah. <laughs> which which is actually the most dangerous kind of evil yeah. <laughs> i think well, um <laughs> yeah so so i don't know but um you know, I, I know, the ending was okay. I think when I told you about what I thought about the ending, and you were like, oh, I liked it. It was very much um, Empire Strikes Back. And that's exactly what I thought. Yeah. It was exactly, it was, we're not going to give you a complete story. We're just going to kind of end it right here. And then you'll have to tune in for the third and probably final one, yeah. you know, in this storyline yeah. to find out what happened. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, it was, um, well, it came to a climax, didn't it? So, mm-hmm. yeah, I was quite – I mean, it was quite sudden, I suppose, but uh, I, was, I just saw it as a, oh, brilliant, I can't wait for the next one type thing. I thought it was a good ending because loads of stuff happened, you know.
0: See, but I thought – for me, the reason that I was kind of turned off by the ending a little bit was I thought – the way the story was playing out, I thought there was going to be one more major battle and then we'd have the resolution. And that major battle never really happened. Mm. Um, You know, because she said, hold out for as long as you can against the drudge. You know, and I thought, okay, I'm in the walls. I'm ready to go. (laughs) I, you know, I figured there would be like, you know, three or four epic battles where I'd have to, you know, maybe fight without resting or something like that or hold out for 15 turns or something, you know, some sort of thing. Um, But let's talk about the combat a little bit. Yeah. what did you think about? I I I thought the combat took a really good improvement from the first yeah, one. Yeah,
1: it's much deeper, isn't it? The strategy's much mm-hmm. deeper, um, and you know the addition of things like the horseborn. Um, okay. There's more um, leeway for magic users as well. I think.
0: Um, oh yeah, Ma- magic users didn't have much to do in, the, no. in the first, they, were, they they basically had lightning bolt and mend that was their two spells. Yeah. And and now they've got uh where they can put uh, buffs, buffs on, on the ground the
1: tiles and stuff, yeah, which was quite cool. I found the buffs on the tiles pretty useful. Um but like mend and stuff like that because there is no heal. It's quite unusual in a game there is no heal really. Uh it, yep. it, it You can't use it really effectively because it's also turn-based, but by the time you get to the person you want to heal, they're already dead or they're like, you know, they're going to get it clobbered the next round. So I never really used that, but the buffs were useful. Um,
0: um, yeah, I used mend on um, uh, on some battle, like if you had a sh- like the shield maiden, um, mm. for example. She, her job was basically to stand there and use her special ability to give everybody else extra armor and to absorb attacks. Yeah. So, so she would absorb all the armor damage from the people that were standing yeah, she, around
1: her, and then I would have the mender give her armor back. Yeah, that's true. And she is hard as nails. Like quite often, she say she'd be like last man standing, and just be like, (laughs) "Ah." she was awesome.
0: (laughs) It was pretty cool. Um, I I didn't like the buff tiles as much as you did because they weren't targeted really well. You you kind of said, "Here's the area I want them in," and And then then, like
1: like, behind them, and it's like, "Well, who's gonna walk away now (laughs) just to get that?" Well, and I and I had the enemy pick them up too, which pissed me off. Yeah, I I avoided doing that. I was like, "Well, I won't put them over there because otherwise they'll walk into them and get like mm -hmm. boost to their armor."
0: I, I almost
1: lost a battle
0: because I had it down to one guy, and I'm like, okay, we got this guy. And then he walks over like an armor buff and a health oh, buff, no. and I'm like, what? No. Ah. That was so so mad. Yeah. But no, the most effective spell that I thought that I had was actually Breeze, which you didn't get to use very much. But Breeze was great because it allows your guy to move anywhere on the board, um a- anywhere from it, you know. Um, the Mender that was with both, Bolvex um, okay. group, you have to get her up to, like, level, yeah, wherever she gets her next spell, right, yeah. Okay.
1: I didn't Sixth level her very much, because she's so weak, and I didn't like the tile things, and she just got killed all the time, and so, Yeah. yeah. I should have done that then, got her up. Too. Oh, she's
0: great, because I've made her... I, I always put her first in line so she could cast her spell Breeze, and then I had Bol, Bolvek um, second in line because mm-hmm. she it on him. Right. And then he's got that spell called Call the Weak, and what Call the Weak does is um, if you kill somebody... Uh, if you, if the blow that you just did kills a person yeah. you get an extra turn immediately right then and there right. so so cast breeze on him he can move anywhere on the board he go all the way to the backfield where the little slingers are standing oh,
1: yeah they're annoying
0: yeah and then he goes call the weak, kill the slinger Get an immediate new turn. Breeze is still in effect for his entire thing. He can move anywhere else on the board he wants. Wow. Move to wherever the next slinger is. Kill that guy. Get a new turn. Move to the next guy. I oh, would do really? that five
1: times. Oh my god, that's amazing.
0: Yeah, you chain it. So um like I've been playing a... this
1: like a complete <laughs>
0: lame <laughs> so, uh, Yeah, by turn two. Uh, you know, before the battle even really begins, every single slinger on the on the opponent side is dead for me. So oh. you know, the battles were relatively easy for me oh <laughs> God, once I figured I that little strategy was really out.
1: Hard this time, I was like, "Wow, oh, these are hard." It's because you didn't do the training. The
0: training teaches you how to use the techniques. Yeah, um, I didn't so. do the
1: training. I just. I was like, "What is puncture?" They were like, "Use puncture." I was like, "What is that?" I've got a guy with an axe. He's not going to puncture anything. Uh,
0: puncture uh, archers have puncture. Puncture is if the, if the if the if the, you have to. Um, yeah, the, but sometimes if
1: they told me to use puncture, and I didn't have an archer because they assign who goes into the training room.
0: Yeah, but if they told you to use puncture, you must have had an archer on your team. I don't think anybody else has puncture. Um, I don't think. Maybe the spear guy might, I'm yeah, not sure. maybe but some, it
1: was a spear guy.
0: Somebody should have it, but what it is is, no, I think, I think only archers get it, because it's, um, if you have a, a little cut in their armor, yeah. and then you, and you hit them with an arrow, then it can do, um, it can do, yeah. like, double or triple damage. Yeah, so that's but the, but the archers. Well, the other thing is the archer can't move, though. The archer can't move. To, to do puncture, she can't have moved yeah, on her last yeah, turn. Yeah, that's right. So you kind of have to set it up yeah, that yeah. way. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, but Breeze and Call the Week is, like, a great combination. Yeah. Um, I also use, I used archer some. I had Nid um, in the other group because yeah. um, she, she has the extra range. And then I got yeah. her a brooch that gave her two more squares. So she could pretty much hit anywhere on the board. And then I used Oddleaf. Um, I'd leave some power where she can hide the arrow and if somebody steps on Mm -hmm. it, they get hit three times um, and they get stunned. That was pretty amazing. So I had the two of them as my first two characters uh, um, in, in the rotation. And then I had Rook last because Rook has the um, mark ability. Yeah. Uh, And that's pretty cool because if you can run up and mark somebody um, and your archers are in range, your archers will fire too. So yeah. yeah. So that's pretty awesome.
1: See, yeah. Yeah, I love using the archers. I thought it was great because quite often they'd be the last ones standing because they're at the back row mm-hmm. and, you know, out of hitting range. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought they were great. And they look cool. Yeah,
0: they're just cool. Yeah, definitely look into Oddleaf's um the power where she mm-hmm. hides the arrows.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, the, the invisible arrows, yeah. Yeah, because
0: you know, yeah. uh, the, like especially with the, the troops that are holding axes and swords, you know their move is they're going to come forward. Yeah. So you just make the hidden square right in front of them, and they're always going to run into it, okay. and it stuns them, and you can hit them up to three times, yeah. which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's
1: a good one. I liked the um, the tile, the sort of slag and burn or whatever it was. I
0: was going to say that's another one that helps them out. Yeah, because yeah, you, you you do area effect damage, and you can kind of put barriers between you and the enemy. Yeah, so. yeah. um I liked, uh, did you use the, uh, did you use the hunter at all? The guy that can turn invisible and then, and I then. I did
1: use him a bit, but I just didn't really get, I just, I'm not good at strategy games.
0: Uh, well, I thought. Uh, well, I thought he was underpowered for a couple of reasons. Oh, okay. I thought
1: I just yeah, he ha- couldn't use. I was just like, what is going on with you? I just don't know how to. Use I could this not weapon, get right. him.
0: No, it's not you. It's not okay. you. I couldn't get him to be used successfully. He's really weak because on his first turn, he has to be standing beside an ally, and then he and he turns invisible, and that ends his turn. Yeah. Okay, so so pretty much the whole first round he doesn't do anything, yeah. uh, and then. If anybody walks if any enemy walks into him or he gets hit with like an air like the dredge would throw their shield down and knock armor off of people yeah. and stuff and you know, if he gets hit or anybody walks near him he becomes visible yeah. again. So that's you, what you've happens. basically wasted your turn. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and then
1: you he's yeah. visible now. What's the same <laughs> like turn around for 5 minutes and you're visible. Uh,
0: yeah, he he what what they need to do to fix him is he needs to be able to turn invisible and on the same yeah, turn to yeah. be worth anything yeah, in that yeah, game. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, once I figured out that you oh, know he's got to turn it.
1: <laughs> no,
0: he was. He's a cool idea, but he's, he yeah. needs some tweaks. Because to,
1: those you... insects on the side of the dredge, they do that, don't yep. they? Oh yeah. and that, Oh, and that, not only that, but if you if if you run into them, they can they, attack. They, you. They, yeah, they damage you. That was mm-hmm. really annoying. <laughs> I, I know. So, I they know. were a good addition. I liked the fact that you know, for, like the first third of the game or something you were like oh hold on a second I haven't seen you before (laughs) Mm you know in the combat you were like oh there's lots of new stuff going on here it was quite exciting
0: yeah when those little animals those little invisible you know animal yeah. yeah when they ran on the board i thought oh man i th- i thought they were a third faction i thought they were a mo- i thought they would just start attacking randomly uh, okay. i'm like oh i was like oh that's pretty cool oh they're going to attack the dredge that's nice and i'm like ah oh, crap they're on their side <laughs> 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 they're only attacking me yeah. uh, and i i liked um there were combat challenges in the like yeah. um like it wasn't always just whoever's left standing wins sometimes it was like you had to clear the snow on the one, yeah. uh, and then there were other ones where um, there was like when you're fighting the horseborn. Born, there's like one big horseborn, and like basically you take him out, and then and the battle immediately yeah. ends. So there was there was neat little challenges were, and stuff. Yeah.
1: That, and the way that was, there was also dialogue. In mid battle and stuff, you know, there'd be someone on the sidelines, or or you'd have a situation where you know you brought your ship to shore, and it, you rook had a decision, or Bolver, I can't remember, the leader of the caravan had a decision, like oh, like send um, Odleif to take the archers up onto the rocks and do this or yep. whatever, and so you decide, and then the combat begins, and then you see Odleif up on the rocks on the side and yeah oh. there's this whole sort of like scene setting around the combat now it doesn't just go blah, 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 combat <laughs> and it's just yep. like completely blank and featureless it's like actually set within the story and where you are in the story which i thought was really nice and then Odleif would like shout stuff from the sidelines like you you need to get the the hmm. whatever the the eyeless like hit the eyeless before she blah mm. blah blah and, all that, yeah, and I yeah. thought that was nice. That, it was much more dynamic, wasn't it? The
0: combat. It was, and then uh, I like that the enemies. Oh, well, I didn't necessarily like. like but <laughs> I, I thought it was interesting. The enemies had special abilities because you know because basically the dredge are more powerful than you. Basically, if you, you were just standing toe to toe with them, yeah, hitting each I mean, other. They hit um, hard. But you you win because you have the special abilities yeah. and the ability to do different things and stuff. So I like to see that some of them had special abilities this time, which was interesting. Yeah. Um, like the Eyeless, you yeah, know, was, was ra- raising people. Um, yeah, because
1: cool. there was that one battle, the second battle with the Eyeless. Mm-hmm. My God, it took me ages to do that.
0: I actually used that as a farm because uh, when I got it down to just one... Uh, I just kept killing the the thing that she would raise and getting renown, and then she would raise another one, and I'd kill it and get more renown. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kept it going for a while. Like, I think I got like you know ten renown that way. I oh, really so.
1: just doing the battle over and over.
0: No, no, just um, because she would keep when when he got down to one guy, yeah. she, she would she would manifest on the board, and you were supposed to attack her yeah, to end the battle, yeah. but I would just leave her alone, and she would raise somebody else, oh, okay. and then I'd kill them, because they're just a zombie, they have like five hit points, yeah. I'd get renowned for killing the zombie <laughs> and then I would leave her alone again and if she kept raising the zombies and I kept killing them, getting renowned yeah. I was renowned farming her
1: <laughs> <laughs> So it sounds like you were much more deft on the battlefield than I was, I was like, oh, oh I'm god a- I just want to kill her
0: uh, I, I was strategy gamer. Did you actually? Did you make the choice to actually kill her at the end, or did you let her live in that final final battle? She she dies, but they come to collect her, and then you have a choice to either rush her and try to finish her off, or let I her go.
1: I killed her.
0: Yeah, I did too. I was, was like, what would be the point?
1: I mean, I've been spent so long trying to kill her that I was just like, oh yeah. you know what, bitch, you can stay <laughs> down. <laughs>
0: I thought the same thing. I don't even know why that was a choice. B- Bolvec was was feeling bad about it. I think because he was under the he's, influence of Bullroar. Yeah,
1: he's got he's got some. Uh, connection doesn't he and we're also we're finding out more about you know because we've come across that sort of um, sort of impoverished caravan with you know like children women and children like uh, Mm. dredge women and children and, and choose to either just kill them or chase them off or and take their food or whatever um, I I sla- I slaughtered did them. You? <laughs> I hate
0: the I hate the dredge. I was like, you know what? Sorry, wrong place, wrong time. I <laughs> oh moved it, slaughtered them all. No, yeah. I did, and I uh, I, um... I know you're not supposed to, but I, I I was playing rook. Rook was in my mind. Rook was kind of becoming more and more hardened oh, really? to the world as we went. On. So near the end, you know, you have they have that battle where you fight the two slingers for the deer carcass, yeah. and then. You have a choice, and I'm like, yeah, let's go into the woods and see if we can find some more of these suckers. And we did, and we slaughtered more of them. Yeah, so. But you know what pissed me off at the very beginning, Mm -hmm. the very first battle where you meet the poet and stuff. If if you look in the background of that scene, there is a mother um, dredge Mm -hmm. holding the hand of two children dredge, and they're just. Yeah, watch watch that first battle again. Mm -hmm. Um, and she's kind of holding their hands, like Mm -hmm. watching the battle. And I'm like, well, you, you bitch, mom. You're gonna stand there and watch these people attack? The, yeah. you, know, the, you Stand there and watch the slaughter. That's why I figured. You know what? From now on, you're you're not a non-combatant. If I if I see oh. you in the game later, I'm taking you down, and that's what I did.
1: Oh wow. Right. <laughs> oh yeah. So, so I was think I started thinking. Oh well, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what. I'm, I'm really interested to see what happens in number three because, you know, I'm wondering if our assumptions are going to be. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm done. sure they will. I have,
0: I have kind of a theory that the dredge are like, like humans and varl that went underground or something like that. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm i not sure. I you know, it's kind of like, if you look at the Tolkien world where it's like, um, you know, goblins are supposed to be like, uh, goblins are supposed to be like humans mm-hmm. or, or halflings or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, and, uh, you know, each each of the evil races corresponds to like a good race type uh, of thing, sure. and I'm I'm wondering if it's the same type of thing where you're all sort of the same, but but you know, in different circumstances. Yeah. I I don't know, yeah. I don't know. But I did feel for them at the end. I tell you that uh, at the very end, I wanted to fight Juno, and I'm like, oh, the, you you don't have a choice. You have to you have to defend her. But I'm like, you know what? I'm thinking I'm just gonna get rid of you. Yeah. but I couldn't. No, you know, we so. shouldn't. And I didn't understand that final battle with the lightning bolts cuz they said they said you could save him. Yeah. I, and, and I and I tried. I kept lining myself up you. to so mm. the, Yeah, cuz you get breeze. You get breeze automatically mm. there. Um, so I would line him up behind one of those lightning bolts and he would run up and get hit by the lightning bolt so in your game you killed him did did the snake come and raise him back from the dead yeah
1: and like dripped blood into his mouth and stuff
0: okay so the same thing happened yeah so, and Bella, so I either did, woke so I either didn't do it right or or there's nothing you can actually do to save him I'm not sure yeah, so. I
1: don't know I think uh, I don't know I don't know. There's a different ending.
0: I don't. I have to try again. Yeah. I got. I got to save somewhere around there. Yeah. I'll, see.
1: I'll see. I might try and go through it with Alette. I, I would like to try that too
0: because mm. I I did it with Rook and um I don't I forget what Alette's powers were but you know Rooks are pretty good because of the Mark power so I wonder I wonder how good Alette would be. I mean, she sure. was
1: my favorite. She always came into battle with me in one, so I was gutted when she died. Um, <laughs> absolutely guys i was like no and i liked her story arc and everything her character arc and you know the way she um fought to be uh, a fighter and you know said you know you've got to let me fight and started training people and things
0: and that continues in this one if you if you play with her you know you 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 can go through and you know it's all about her trying to earn the respect yeah of- people. Yeah. Um I, just, I played with her for a little while before I loaded my yeah, uh,
1: me too. thing from
0: the other game and there was a part where like, you know, people are grumbling and you like you like yeah. you're, you're supposed to either kill them or kick them off the raft or something. Yeah. And you have to make these hard decisions so people can respect yeah, you. you know?
1: That's right. Yeah, that was really that was really good. And um And I found that, you know, there were characters reacted in a completely different way. Like when we meet the poet as Alette, he's flirting with her, isn't he? He's much more warm. Is it him?
0: Yeah, I think so. But he is married, but you know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, you,
0: you find you find out at the Godstone because he he talks about his yeah, wife.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Um, so yeah, I thought that was really <laughs> I thought that was really good that you know it does make a difference which character you play with, and also that guy who was in love with her when you your rook he comes up to you, he comes back that guy. Um, from Banner Saga One who held a I vaguely held, him, had, yeah. held a flame for her. And um yeah, so he comes and has a conversation with Rook and stuff and I thought that was really nice. Uh, yeah, so I'm really interested to see what how her story goes. I mean obviously the the sort of skeleton of the story is going to remain the same, but you know, the conversations and the people and the way people like how will she deal with Ruger, for instance, uh,
0: well, I don't know. That's true. Yeah. Uh, or how will he deal with her? Yeah, you know? yeah. Kind of yeah. But, but I, I, I like playing with work. I, I like how he finally got with um, Odelief at yeah, the end. Finally. Yeah,
1: that was so, nice. <laughs> nice. I like how
0: you said, I thought her name was Oddleaf. You're saying Odelief. Yeah, yeah. so that's probably the proper way <laughs> to pronounce it. Because didn't, didn't they call her Odd because she was a powerful woman or something like that? I don't know. Like she she had a husband who was the leader of some tribe or something and then he died and then she kinda took over but people thought that was weird to be a woman in charge so they called her odd. I think that's okay. I think
1: that's from the first one, yeah. yeah. So I don't know.
0: But anyway, good good
1: characters all around. Yeah. And Bolverk was really I loved playing as bolverk because I could I, be a little freer in my decisions. Because mm. he is a mercenary, and so I didn't have to, you know, sort of walk this fine tight trope of, you know, of of ethics, um, as you yep. do with Rook, you know, you're trying to keep his humanity intact. Uh, yeah, uh, you, actually,
0: <laughs> you actually earn a trophy if you make all the decisions from Bolvek that his group thought he should make yeah Yeah, (laughs) you do all the bad stuff basically
1: yeah the whole thing
0: which i didn't i started to make good decisions with him and i was like "Ah, i don't know why i'm doing this but i'm like volunteering to help people and stuff yeah i
1: know and then the shield maiden comes up and she's like what are you doing and it's like right well you know we're all in the same boat kind of thing i made a few but then mostly i was like gruff and bellowing at people and stuff and I just yeah, I loved. He's such a great character. It's like I want to ha- use him as a role playing character because he's just amazing. Because <laughs> he like hewed off his own horns to make the handles of his battle axes. I mean, that's that's, that's just telling. Just epic. <laughs> well, I,
0: you're gonna you're gonna like him a lot better on your next playthrough if you use breeze and call <laughs> the Week, Believe me. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that
1: when I play with alert. <laughs>
0: All right, well, Shella, thanks. We've talked for way beyond our time today because we love this game so much. So you guys who are listening, you should definitely play it. And you can check out Shella's – she did a playthrough of the first half hour of the game. I'll put a link um, on the page uh, so you guys can check that out. Um, um, We also have the review of the game, which is really good. And uh, I definitely think it's one that um, you all should check out if you're looking for something different.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. All right.
0: Well, join us next time right here at the Gin Lounge. You can join us. Find us all the time at GameIndustry.com. dot com. Um, you can also find us on uh, Twitter at Gin Lounge. You can find us on Facebook at uh, slash Game Industry. You can find us on Google Plus. Um, we're we're all over the place. So so find us. Say what you think. And if you play the game and you like it, let us know um, because uh, maybe um, who knows if you really have a really cool opinion, we'll we'll bring you on the show or something. Who knows. <laughs> All right, take care, everybody. We'll see you next time right here at the Gin Lounge. Thanks, Shella. Thanks for having me. It's been fun. Absolutely. See you next time.